أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول حي على السلام حي على
Verses that I have just recited are verses from Surah Al-Baqarah in which the subject of financial sacrifices has been mentioned. God Almighty has almost continuously mentioned the subject of financial sacrifices in these verses and the translation of these verses are as follows. The similitude of those who spend their wealth for the cause of Allah is like the similitude of a grain of corn which grows seven ears, in each ear a hundred grains. And Allah multiplies it further for whomsoever He pleases. And Allah is bountiful, all-knowing. In the next verse, God Almighty states, Those who spend their wealth for the cause of Allah, then follow not up what they have spent with taunt or injury. For them is their reward with their Lord, and they shall have no fear, nor shall they grieve. Then God Almighty states, and the translation is, And the case of those who spend their wealth to seek the pleasure of Allah and to strengthen their souls is like the case of a garden on elevated ground. Heavy rain falls on it so that it brings forth its fruit twofold. And if heavy rain does not fall on it, then light rain suffices. And Allah sees what you do. Then in the next verse, Allah the Almighty states, Satan threatens you with poverty and enjoins upon you what is foul, whereas Allah promises you forgiveness from himself and bounty. And Allah is bountiful, all-knowing. God Almighty then states, It is not your responsibility to make them follow the right path. But Allah guides whomsoever He pleases. And whatever of wealth you spend, it is for yourselves, while you spend not but to seek the favour of Allah. And whatever of wealth you spend, it shall be paid back to you in full, and you shall not be wronged. 
God Almighty then states, Those who spend their wealth by night and day, secretly and openly, have their reward with their Lord. On them shall come no fear, nor shall they grieve. The promised Messiah, alayhi salatu wassalam, whilst mentioning financial sacrifices, stated on one occasion, It is by the injunction of God Almighty that I regularly emphasize spending in the way of God Almighty. Islam is falling prey to other opposing religions and they desire to completely annihilate Islam. And so, when this is the current state of Islam, then should we not make an effort for its progress? It is for this reason that God Almighty has established this community. Thus, to strive for its progress is in accordance with the injunction and the desire of God Almighty. The promised Messiah further states that these promises are from God Almighty, that if one spends in the way of God Almighty, then in return he shall grant one many folds in blessings. God Almighty will reward such a person abundantly in this very world, and after their demise they will also experience the reward in the hereafter, in terms of an abundance of comforts. God Almighty has granted the promised Messiah والسلام, a community of sincere people who heard his call and obeyed it and also offered their sacrifices for it. Hence, regarding these sacrifices, the promised Messiah والسلام, states, A large section of our community consists of poor people. However, although this is a community of the poor, but thanks to the Almighty God, I see that they have sincerity and sympathy. They understand the needs of Islam and they do not shy away from spending for it according to their means. God Almighty did not only enable the members of the Jamaat during the time of the promised Messiah to excel in terms of their sacrifices, sincerity and loyalty. Rather, according to His promise, God Almighty has continuously granted and is granting even today to this Jamaat, which was established approximately 130 years ago, such sincere individuals who are rendering sacrifices for the sake of their religion according to their capacities, and at times, even beyond that. Moreover, these members are fulfilling the standards and are partaking of the promises which God Almighty has outlined in the Holy Qur'an. And by the grace of God Almighty, these standards can only be witnessed among the Jamaat of God Almighty the Jamaat which was established through the Promised Messiah And today I shall narrate some examples of this current era.
These accounts and incidents are related to people spread across various countries of the world who are ever ready to sacrifice their wealth and thus fulfilling their pledge of giving precedence to their faith over the world. The first account is from Cameroon and the Muallim, i.e. the local Imam there writes, now we went to one of the Jamaats in Martha, in the western region, for the purpose of Tariqa Jadid. The chief of the area, Saham Usman Sahib, gathered the people of the village together and said that the Muallim of the Jamaat has come for the collection of Tariqa Jadid. And so everyone should participate in this financial sacrifice. The chief then said that the reason for this was that two years ago he would either pray alone in the mosque or at times with another two or three individuals. However, since the Ahmadiyya Jamaat had been established in the village, and ever since they have accepted Ahmadiyya, their mosque has started to become filled with worshippers, so much so that at times, due to the insufficient space in the mosque, people have to pray outside. The chief then said, that these prominent transformations are merely as a result of the Ahmadiyya Jamaat coming here and therefore they should partake in every project of the Jamaat. These transformations which are being brought about within them through Ahmadiyyat in terms of excelling in worship and financial sacrifices is indeed an astonishing transformation. Furthermore, this should also draw the attention of those who are born Ahmadis or Ahmadiyyat has been in their families for generations and they pay little attention towards worship and financial sacrifices despite living in favourable circumstances. Then a Muallim in Cameroon, Abu Bakr, relates that he went to the Jamaat in Madibu situated in the most northern part of Cameroon for the collection of Chanda Fotirika Jadid. He went from door to door in order to encourage new converts to contribute towards this financial sacrifice. Upon this, an Ahmadi by the name of Usman Sahib said that the previous time he came in order to draw attention towards this financial sacrifice, he had made the intention to contribute 10,000 francs as well as some corn. A few days later, his son told him that he wished to go for an interview for a job in the customs department. However, he was in need of a great sum of money for this. Similar to some other third world countries, they also have to give something to the officers in order to receive employment. Hence, he said to his son that he was a poor man and could not arrange for such a huge amount. And he said that he had 10,000 francs, but he promised to contribute that towards Tariqa Jadid. Therefore, he should go and give the interview for the job and God Almighty will help him. Usman Sahib relates that he contributed this amount towards the Chanda instead and a few days later his son called him from the city saying that he passed the interview and that he will soon be employed. Thus God Almighty influenced the hearts of the officers in such a manner that those who gave huge amounts were not employed. However, God Almighty made arrangements for his son to be employed as a result of his prayers, pure intentions and sacrifice.
Then Amir Sahib of the Gambia writes that a program was organized in relation to tariq jadid in a village of the Niani district. During the course of which, they were told that the Khalifa of the time has said that all new converts should participate in this scheme. And so, everyone present contributed towards this. There was a lady present by the name of Kawajai Saiba, and she said that during the meeting, she contributed 20 dalasis towards Chanda. At the time, she only had 20 dalasis, which she had in fact saved for times of hardships. However, she relates... And when she reached home, a guest of hers gave her 500 dalasis as a gift. Hence, the following morning she returned to the mosque and contributed another 50 dalasis towards her chanda and said that she received this amount merely due to the blessings of chanda. Thus, God Almighty's promise of repaying one who makes sacrifices also becomes a means of increasing their faith and conviction. And although she did not offer this sacrifice with the intention of immediately receiving something in return from God Almighty, but God Almighty rewarded her immediately. Then the missionary in the region of Bohiko in Benin writes that the finance secretary of the city earned his living through a three-wheeled motorcycle or perhaps it was a rickshaw. One day his motorcycle was stolen and generally once something is stolen in Africa it is usually impossible to find it again. And so when his friends used to visit him and express their condolence on the theft he would say now one should observe the level of his trust in God Almighty. He would say that I have complete faith in God Almighty. The reason for this is that I am a poor man and I feed my children and pay my chanda on time by earning through this motorcycle. Therefore, perhaps someone else is in greater need than I am. And so God Almighty has temporarily made arrangements for him so that he may fulfill his needs and then return it back to me. Upon hearing this, people will think that perhaps he was greatly affected by this theft, so much so that it had impacted his mind. Nonetheless, in order to comply with the law of the land, he filed a report with the police as well and patiently stayed at home. He says that two weeks had passed when his neighbour, who also rode a motorcycle taxi or rickshaw, called Beniyo Sahib and said that he had seen his motorcycle rickshaw. However, its colour had been modified. Upon this, the police was informed, and the police then told both the owners to come to the police station with the original documents of the motorcycle. Following an investigation, the documents of the other individual turned out to be fake. And upon this, the police told the individual to repair the motorcycle, change the colour to its original colour, and then return it to the owner within two days. And so, the motorcycle was returned to him. He then took the motorcycle and immediately went to the mission house and narrated the entire incident. In addition to this, he said that he has still to complete his contribution towards Tariq al-Jadid and therefore he was now leaving in search for work. And he said that he would contribute the entire profit of the week towards his chanda, as the motorcycle was returned to him 
as a result of the blessings of Chanda. Hence, he earned 12,000 francs during the week and contributed it all towards Tariqa Jadid. Thus, this is also an astonishing example of the trust and faith in God Almighty. Then, Shahab Sahib, the inspector for Tariqa Jadid in India, writes that a lady named Sophia Begum Sahiba from Chinta Gunta sent a message to us through her brother stating that when I was very young, I attended gatherings and listened to different speeches delivered by scholars. And a lot of women presented their jewellery when Hazrat Muslimaud established Tariqa Jadid and urged the members to offer financial sacrifice. She said that whenever I would listen to this faith-inspiring incident, I felt the strong desire that if only I had some jewellery, I would offer it in the same manner towards Tariqa Jadid. But this was not possible, as I was poor. However, after my mother's demise, I have inherited 24 grams of gold, and I now present this to you, because I am uncertain if this jewellery will remain in my possession. He says, i.e. the inspector for Tariq Jadid, and also the locals, both tried to convince her that since she was going to get married soon, therefore this jewellery would be needed for that. However, she remained adamant and paid the full amount of 24 grams of gold towards Tariq Jadid. I mentioned this during last week's Friday sermon delivered in the USA as well, and I often remind about this, that the poor are offering financial sacrifices. However, those who are fluent and well-off should also examine their condition, and they should reflect and ponder whether their sacrifices are in accordance with the standards that have been set by God Almighty, and regarding which he then states that he accepts those sacrifices. The inspector for Tariqa Jadid in the province of Karnataka in India writes that one of the members had a promise of 2,500 rupees towards Tariqa Jadid. And when this person was requested to make the payment, as the fiscal year for Tariqa Jadid was ending in just a few days, he said that my work has completely stopped for the past three months due to rain and there was no hope for any income at this point. However, I said to him that he should make the intention for it and then pray to God Almighty. The inspector says that after saying this, I left for another place, and in the evening when I returned after my other visits, the same person came to the mission house and offered his full gender payment. I inquired as to how this happened so quickly, and he stated, This is the blessing of having the intention for offering gender, and the grace of Allah the Almighty, and the fact that I also prayed. He says that a person had to pay me back from some time ago, and I had been reminding him for several months, but he was not doing so. However, today he visited my home and returned all my money. Then Musa Sahib, a Mu'allim from Tanzania, writes 
that there is a very sincere Ahmadi friend in Darus Salam Jamaat and he's currently serving in the Jamaat office there as well. Every year his goal is to make the payment of his promise and his families for tariq jadid and waqf jadid before Ramadan. But this year he was not able to do so because of personal circumstances. And so he was very concerned because of this. In any case, he prayed that may God Almighty create some means for him. He then decided that he could use the money that he will receive as an Eid gift from the Jamaat on the occasion of Eid. This is granted to all employees of the Jamaat. And so he decided that he will use this amount to make his Chanda payment instead of fulfilling his needs for Eid. But upon further calculations, he realized that even if he makes his Chanda payment from the usual Eid gift, there will still remain some outstanding amount from his promise. And so he prayed again to God Almighty and implored him for help to provide the means for him to pay the entire amount that he had pledged. And so he says that the amount received this time around as the Eid gift was more than what was usually granted and he fulfilled all his pledges and made the payment. Then Rizvi Sahib, who is a missionary in Moscow, writes that Dadam Sahib, a new convert, belongs to a distant and underdeveloped city of Buryatia. He had the opportunity to accept Ahmadiyyat in 2017 and this year he visited Moscow for a week in order to meet with the Ahmadi brothers here and to gain educational benefit and moral training. He says that he is from a poor household and sometimes he endures severe conditions due to financial constraints. However, during his stay in Moscow, one evening after offering the Isha prayers, he was informed in great detail about the Jaman's financial system and the blessings of taking part in it, and he was encouraged to also offer some chanda. And considering his limited resources and poverty, it was expected that even if he made a contribution of 50 rubles, that would be great sacrifice on his part. However, the next day after offering Fajr prayers, he made a payment of 2,000 rubles towards Tariqa Jadid and also Waqf Jadid. He then asked them to accept this chanda from him and then continued to express remorse for not offering a contribution before as he had accepted Ahmadiyyad more than a year ago. The missionary writes that considering his situation and circumstances, this indeed was a great accomplishment. Therefore, such are the standards of sacrifice, and these are the people regarding whom the promised Messiah has stated that it is astonishing to see their level of sincerity and loyalty. Another missionary from Moscow writes that there is a member of Moscow Jamaat who has been working in various forms of employment in the city. And speaking about his current employment, he said that during my interview, the owners informed me that the salary here does not increase and even in the future will remain on this amount. Therefore, if I was happy with this offer, then I should accept it, otherwise I should decline it. He further continues that I accepted the offer 
and after some time had passed, members of the Jamaat were encouraged to offer contribution towards Tariqa Jadid and Waqfa Jadid. And so I began to participate in it regularly. He says that after some time had passed, the administration of this department called me in, and without any apparent reason, they increased my salary of 5,000 ruble by adding another 5,000 ruble to it. He then says that after some time had passed away, they again called me in and increased my salary by further 2,000 ruble. He says that at that time I was convinced that this had to be the result of offering financial sacrifice in the way of God Almighty, and there was no other worldly reason for this to happen. He further states that when one tries to explain this to a non-Ahmadi, they cannot understand this fully, but the one who has accepted the Imam Mahdi can truly comprehend how by the grace of Allah the Almighty, he blesses without any worldly means. Then the missionary of the Alada region in Benin writes that in the Fanji community within the region, whereby the grace of God Almighty a mosque has also been built, the local president, who works as a blacksmith, was urged to participate wholeheartedly in contributing towards Tariqa Jadid. And though he made a promise to increase his contribution, but he said that due to not having any work at the time, he was facing financial difficulty. However, later the president phoned saying he wished to donate 10,000 francs and to give him a receipt. Having made that promise, God Almighty blessed him immensely. And he says that after having made my promise, God Almighty blessed me and I found a job and so now I have come to give 10,000 francs in Chanda. And after having made that contribution, he says that after 15 days he phoned once again saying that God Almighty had blessed him immensely. So much so, that he didn't know if he would even be able to complete the amount of work he had received. He received a very good order for a job, and this was merely as a result of giving in the way of God Almighty. And so, here God Almighty granted manifold more, as is his promise, and did so straight away. Then a missionary of the Sigu region in Mali writes, that one day a blind woman sent her donation, and along with this was a message that in future she will send her janda to the mission house on a monthly basis. When inquired as to the reason for this, at times God Almighty himself draws the attention of some people to make sacrifices so that he may grant them further blessings. And so when she was inquired as to the reason for this, she said that two days ago I saw in a dream in which I was sleeping and the promised Messiah والسلام, woke me up to urge me to make a contribution towards janda. Therefore, in the dream I got up and went to the mission house where I made a contribution of 5,000 francs and after that I woke up. Then Mubarak Munir Sahib, a missionary in Burkina Faso, writes that Al-Hajj Ibrahim, a sincere Ahmadi who belongs to the Jamaat in Pigo, has two children who have been sick for quite some time and has had them treated However, there was no improvement in their health. One day, a muallim of ours advised him to make a financial sacrifice and he made a contribution according to his means. And he also prayed 
that, O Allah, accept my sacrifices and grant my children a swift recovery. He says that a few days later, by the grace of God Almighty, his children's health improved significantly. One child recovered completely, whilst the other saw a considerable improvement in his health. Thus, he was convinced that God Almighty blessed them, having accepted his sacrifice. The Vasiyat Secretary of the city of Bobo in Burkina Faso says that he contributed towards the Vasiyat scheme every month, but at times there will be delays in his payments towards the Tariqa Jadid and Waqfa Jadid. Once, when he had listened to my sermon, he thought to himself that why don't I make a full payment of my donations before the end of the year? Therefore, having made the contribution, he saw a dream one night that a man dressed in white was handing him a key. He did not understand the dream at the time, but a few days later he received a message from his brother that he should make preparations to go and perform the Hajj and that he will cover all the costs. In this way, as a result of his financial sacrifice, God Almighty granted him the opportunity to perform the Hajj. Then the tehreek e jadid secretary in Germany writes that a member from the Bokum Jamaat increased his contribution to the tehreek e jadid scheme by 900 euros. This member says that the day after I made the promise, I went back to my workplace and the owner said that he had increased my income by 100 euros. And when I calculated between February and October, it added up in total to approximately 900 euros. He says that I was certain that God Almighty would take care of me but I did not think that God Almighty would not even let 24 hours pass before he provided for me. Then the same Tariqa Jadid secretary from Germany states that one of the members was very troubled due to his asylum case and he was advised to make a financial sacrifice and to contribute to the Tariqa Jadid scheme. He says that a few days later he met him and that this member told him you drew my attention to contributing to the Tariqa Jadid scheme, and so I promised to pay a hundred euros. But at that moment in time, I only had twenty euros, and so I gave the twenty euros there and then and went away. He says, I reached home and I received a phone call from the place I used to work in, saying that I was owed some money, and so I should go and collect that. I was under the impression that it would be three or four hundred euros, hence I went and collected the money, and without counting it, placed it in my pocket. And the first thing I did was pay for the remaining 80 euros towards Tariqa Jadid and took out some money for some other necessary things. He says that thereafter some money was left over and when I later counted it, I realized that I had received 1000 euros. He says I had promised 100 euros and God Almighty in return bestowed me with 10 times more. He says that before I used to only hear about such incidents thinking, does God Almighty really treat his servants in this way? But now, I have experienced it for myself. A missionary in Ivory Coast writes that he went to a place to collect the Rika Jadid where there was a community of new converts. Only a year ago they took the bed and became a part of the Nizam Jamaat. He says, I delivered a speech to these people with regards to the importance of Tariqa Jadid and its purpose. He says, I further explain that Hazrat Khalifatul Masih says that all members should participate and partake of this blessing. The following day, after the morning prayer, 
some members of the community began donating according to their own means. And the Imam of the mosque also participated in this and also paying on behalf of his family towards the scheme of Tariq al-Jadid. Later, his six-year-old son brought a hundred francs from his father saying that this was his contribution. He says that we were delighted by the extent of this young child's desire to make financial sacrifices. May Allah the Almighty accept the sacrifices of these new converts and may He bestow upon them the good of this world and the next. The promised Messiah has mentioned in one place that once a Mulvi made an appeal in a mosque to make financial sacrifices and his wife was also sat there. And she was very much moved having heard this and when she reached home she took out her jewellery with the intention of donating it towards the mosque. However, the Mulvi said that this was only for the people, not for her, therefore she doesn't need to make a sacrifice. On the other hand, those entering the community of the promised Messiah here the Imam of the mosque himself, along with his children, are happily making contributions. Then there is another account from Indonesia. The woman there named Sophia Saiba writes, I converted from Christianity and joined the community having taken the bath in 2014. After doing so, I was met with opposition from my family and abuse was hurled at me and I was disgraced. My family members did not deem me a part of the family, yet I received a lot of love and attention from the community. I also married an Ahmadi. But some time later, my husband had a car accident and broke his bones in his right arm and leg. She says that at the time I was also four months pregnant and the new financial year for Tariqa Jadid was starting. She says that I asked my husband what our promise was and he replied with great conviction that write down 500,000 Indonesian rupees. The value of the Indonesian rupee is very low, nevertheless for those living there this was very expensive. And he said that because next year I will most surely find a job. She says, I was very surprised because at the time he was walking with crutches and so how could he find a job? But nonetheless, I had our promise written down according to what he said. She says, the time flew by quickly and before we knew it, the year was coming to an end. And I was very worried as my husband was still jobless and how will we fulfill our promise? In this state of anxiety, I prayed and God Almighty manifested his power when my husband was given a very good job in a private company and we were able to pay the whole amount that we had promised. Another lady from Indonesia named Vardi Saiba writes Last Ramadan our family went through a difficult time. My father-in-law fell ill and spent one month receiving treatment in hospital. His health deteriorated to the extent that he was transferred to the ICU unit and there were little chances for his survival. She says that she then recalled a sermon of mine and said, At that moment we remembered a sermon regarding the blessings of giving towards Tariq al-Jadid. And so all my family members made a decision to pay the entire Tariq al-Jadid amount that we had promised in that same month of Ramadan. They paid the entire amount in that same month and also wrote to me for prayers. She further writes, 
that through the grace of God Almighty, the result of the prayers and the financial sacrifices was such that my father-in-law's health began to improve to the extent that after a few days the doctors just discharged him and granted him permission to go home. When he arrived home and the neighbours saw that he was restored to full health, they were astonished and inquired as to how a person who was in such a critical condition, to the extent that death seemed imminent, managed to survive. Here in the UK, the President of the Birmingham Central Jamaat writes, that with hours to go before the closing deadline for Tariq al-Jadid, we were still £1,500 short of reaching our target. He says that I approached various members of the Jamaat, but one member who had already given £2,400 said he would pay the remaining £1,500. However, since he was out of the country, he paid the amount online. He further writes, but the day after he had paid the £1,500, he received £6,000 from the tax department. Thus, God Almighty instantly returned to him four times the amount he had paid. Then, with regards to the kinds of sacrifices offered by those who are impoverished and the astonishing manner in which God Almighty treats them, a Muallim from Burundi writes, the last year we visited a newly established Jamaat in Gahanga and we informed a new convert, Masudi Sahib, about the importance of giving Chanda. Masudi Sahib said that he did not have anything to give at the time. However, at home he had a fruit tree and the money that he would receive from the fruit, he would give that as his Chanda. Even today, one can find examples of the kinds of sacrifices offered by people of the past. And so he further writes, that within a day or two, he sold all the fruit of his tree for 1,000 Burundi francs and gave the entire amount as chanda. He later said that having sold his fruit, the money he gave as chanda brought many blessings in that the next time the tree gave fruit, the harvest was many times the amount of the previous time and the fruit sold for approximately 40,000 to 45,000 Burundi francs. Then, a Muallim from Congo, Brazzaville, writes that a member of the community, Muawil Sahib's son, was ill for a certain period of time. During his illness, we went to Muawil Sahib to ask for chanda, and he paid the promise and also requested prayers for his son to be cured of the ailment through the blessings of chanda. The same gentleman then states that a few days later, his son was restored to full health, and it amazed him how God Almighty accepts their prayers and also their humble sacrifices. The Lajna Tariq Jadid Secretary of Canada writes that a lady member mentioned that her husband had promised to give 1,000 Canadian dollars in Tariq Jadid. However, he had been unemployed for a while and as a result of this was unable to pay the amount. When there was a week left for Tariq Jadid year to end, the Finance Secretary visited their home to collect the money. The husband said to her that he does not have anything to give, so what can they do? A lady member replied by saying that they cannot let the secretary return empty-handed. So she had some savings and from this she gave $1,000 as promised. She then said that due to the blessings of the chanda, her husband found a job in the same week with the pay of $7,000 per month.
a missionary in the Ivory Coast writes, There was a tifel in the city of San Pedro who was 14 years old. The boy's father says that he asked him to perform an errand for the house on a Sunday, to which his son replied that he is finance secretary in the Atfal Amla, and he collects chanda from other people. However, he had been unable to pay his own chanda. And since he has to attend school on other days, on that day he intended to go and work on a farm, and through this labour he would be able to earn some money and pay his chanda. His father said that he would pay the money on his behalf. However, the son replied that the missionary had said that children should pay the chanda from their own pocket money, and since he was unable to give any chanda from his own pocket, he was adamant that he would go and earn some money to pay for the chanda. And so he completed his work and gave the money he earned as part of chanda. Thus, this is the thinking of children living in distant places and of those who have recently joined the community. And this is something only God Almighty can instill in a person. The Tariqa Jadid Secretary of Germany writes that a lady from Kiel Jamaat narrated, My mother was from Kalsia Bhatia in Pakistan and she was a school teacher and would always offer financial sacrifices. During Eid celebrations, when most of the children would be given new clothes, my mother would aim to pay all of her Tariqa Jadid promise within the month of Ramadan so that she could be included in the list for prayers. Often she would take a loan to pay her promise and then would work towards paying that off. When the scheme for the construction of the Basharat Mosque in Spain was launched, she sacrificed her earrings, which was the only gold she owned, and as a result was scolded by her in-laws in doing so. The lady further says, At that time I was immature, and I thought that by putting yourself through hardship and then offering financial sacrifice was not correct, and this idea and perception of mind was embedded within me. Last year, when the Tariqa Jadid scheme was announced, I thought to myself that I would not act like my mother and present everything she owned. Therefore, I only promised to give 40 or 45 euros and in my estimation thought that this was a wise decision. She further writes, It was God's design that soon after this I developed two tumours in my neck. Owing to this, I became petrified and the doctors also suggested to have an operation. At that time, I did not like new clothes nor any form of jewellery. One of the days, she heard a sermon of mine in which I addressed women and advised them about offering financial sacrifices. And she says, Hearing the words of the Khalifa, I gave all my jewellery for Tariq al-Jadid. I had an estimation of the price of the jewellery and gave that amount towards Tariq al-Jadid. After this, I visited the doctors again and they informed me that the tumour were benign. She then writes that God Almighty cured my ailment and removed my fears and I understood the fact that God Almighty had punished me due to my arrogant behaviour. Hence, now I do not harbour any such ill thoughts. There were certain restrictions imposed on my husband for working in a hotel, and I prayed to God Almighty that if he granted my husband a better job, I would give 5,000 euros in Tariq al-Jadid. Thus, God Almighty miraculously granted my husband a better job, and now both husband and wife offer their chandas. The Lajna Secretary for Tariqa Jadid in Lahore writes that a lady from Wabda town was suffering a serious breathing problem for the last year and a half. 
during the tour of the representatives from the headquarters, she increased her promise for Tariq Jadid by 50,000 rupees. And God Almighty blessed her health immensely, and her previous condition in which the ailment would continuously reappear, despite seeking cure for it, now completely changed, and since the end of the Tariq Jadid year, she has completely recovered. Amir Sahib of the Gambia writes that a member from the Jara village regularly paid Chanda towards Tariq Jadid. Recently, there was an outbreak of a disease among the cattle of his village and the animals began dying, and nearly everyone's animals had died. However, not a single animal from the cattle of Samia Sahib died, and the fellow villagers inquired from him as to why not a single animal had died from among his cattle. He told them that every year he sells one of his animals from among his cattle and pays that amount towards his chanda for Tariq Jadid, and due to its blessings, God Almighty has protected its animals from the epidemic. Upon this, seven other villagers who were Ahmadi also paid their Tariq Jadid chanda and noticed that the health of the animals began to improve, even though the veterinary doctor had said that no animal would survive the epidemic. And so, after a few days, when the veterinary doctor came again and examined the animals, he asked what method of cure they used to improve the health of their animals. He says that an elderly lady brought a receipt of her chanda and said that this was their method for the cure. Hearing this, the doctor was quite surprised and said that he would now research into Jamaat Ahmadiyya and so he was given quite a lot of literature of the Jamaat. Thus, one can witness how the faith and sincerity of the people living in far-off lands is progressing. It is this very sincerity and the complete trust in God Almighty and His promises that in turn leaves others with no other choice but to ponder over the truthfulness of Islam. May God Almighty continue to strengthen their faith and belief and always grant them His love and affection. After relating the accounts of the blessings of God Almighty, as it is customary to announce the new year of the Tariqa Jadid in November, and with this I will also present some figures from the previous year. This year, the 85th year of Tariqa Jadid is starting, or rather has started from the 1st of November, and the report of the blessings in the income from the 84th year is as follows. According to the income reports, God Almighty has enabled the sincere members of the Jamaat to contribute over 12.79 million pounds. And by the grace of God Almighty, there is an increase of 212,000 pounds from the previous year. And God Almighty has enabled this despite the difficult circumstances being experienced around the world and the fact that the currency of many countries in the world has devalued. In terms of the total contribution, Pakistan is always at the top, but after them it is Germany, then UK, number 3 is USA, number 4 is Canada, number 5 is India, number 6 is Australia, number 7 is a Jamaat from the Middle East, Number 8 is Indonesia, 
Number 9 is Ghana And number 10 is another Jamaat from the Middle East In terms of the contribution per person Switzerland is number 1 Then number 2 is USA Number 3 UK Number 4 Australia Number 5 Singapore Number 6 Sweden Number 7 Belgium Number 8 Germany Number 9 Canada And number 10 Finland the outstanding Jamaats from Hmong Africa for their total contribution are Ghana, Nigeria, The Gambia and Tanzania. A lot of attention is also being drawn towards increasing the number of people participating in Tariq Jadid and by the grace of God Almighty this year 1,717,000 members participated and an increase of 117,000 and majority of the increase in members has come from the African countries in which Niger, the Gambia, Benin, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Nigeria, Cameroon, Congo Kinshasa, Liberia, Mauritius and Ivory Coast have made a notable effort. Among the large amounts in terms of increasing their total contributors are Indonesia, Germany, India, Pakistan, Canada, USA and Norway and Malaysia. By the grace of God Almighty, all of the accounts of those belonging to Daftar Awal are still in operation, which total to 5,927. According to the reports of the districts in Pakistan, the financial sacrifices from the three large districts of Pakistan, it is Lahore, Rabwa and then Karachi. Although Rabwa is not a district, but a city, however it is counted among the districts. The total contribution from among the districts of Pakistan is Sialkot, Sargodha, Gujarat, Gujranwala, Umarkot, Hyderabad, Narawal, Mipurkhas, Toba Singh, Mirpur, Azad Kashmir. The outstanding Jamaats in terms of their total contribution are Islamabad, Amarat Defence Lahore, Amarat Township Lahore, Amarat Azizabad Karachi, Peshawar, Amarat Gulshan Iqbal Karachi, Amarat Karim Nagar Faisalabad, Quetta, Nawabsha, Bahawalpur and Okara. The first 10 Jamaats in Germany in terms of their total contribution are Neuss, Reudermark, Pinberg, Mediabad, Kiel, Florsheim, Koblenz, Weingarten, Cologne and Kolenberg. In terms of their regions, the first 10 are as follows Hamburg, Frankfurt, Moorfelden, Grossgrau, Dietzenbach, Wiesbaden, Mannheim, Reichstadt, Offenbach and Darmstadt. The first five regions of Great Britain in terms of their contribution are London B, London A, Midlands, North East and South. And the first ten large amounts of Great Britain are Masjid Fazl at number one, then Worcester Park, then Birmingham South, New Malden, Bradford North, Islamabad, Birmingham West, Glasgow, Gillingham and then Scunthorpe. In terms of the contribution from the smaller Jamaats in Great Britain, it is the following five Jamaats, Spen Valley, Swansea, North Wales, Southfields and Edinburgh. And the first five regions in terms of their contribution are South West, Midlands, Islamabad, North East and Scotland. In terms of the total contribution among the USA Jamaats, it's as follows Oshkosh, Silicon Valley, Seattle, Detroit, Silver Spring, York, Central Virginia, Georgia, Atlanta, 
Los Angeles East, Central Virginia, and Florida. In terms of total contribution from among the regions in Canada, it is Brampton, Vaughan, Peace Village, Calgary, Vancouver, Western, and Mississauga. And the five most notable Jamaats in Canada for their total contribution is Edmonton West, Durham, Hamilton South, Bradford, Saskatoon North. The ten large Jamaats in India for their total contribution are Qadian Punjab, Hyderabad Telangana, Pattaperiyam Kerala, Chennai Tamil Nadu, Calicut Kerala, Bangalore Karnatik, Calcutta Bengal, Pengari Kerala, Noortown Kerala, Yadgir Karnatik. In terms of the provinces of India, the first is Kerala, then Karnatik, Tamil Nadu, Telangana, Jammu Kashmir, Orissa, Punjab, Bengal, Delhi, and then Maharashtra. The first 10 Jamaats in Australia for total contribution are Castle Hill, Melbourne, Berwick, Canberra, Perth, Melbourne Long Warren, Marsden Park, Adelaide South, Brisbane, and Logan. And then another Jamaat from Brisbane. Then in terms of contribution per person, it is the following Jamaats. Tasmania, Canberra, Castle Hill, Darwin, Marsden Park, Melbourne, Berwick, Sydney City, Perth, Campbelltown and Parramatta. May God Almighty immensely bless all those who have offered financial sacrifices and also their wealth. Also, generally people assume that I share the accounts from my tours. However, inshallah, I will mention it in the next sermon.